You're listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends are talking about their favorite Philadelphia sports teams, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Flyers. Stick Energy Podcast. I am your host, Jim. <laughs> we got you. Ah, uh, got me. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, they're flapping their shirts for some reason. It's very odd. It's not like I've ever done that before. Yeah. yeah. Um. Welcome to the Big Stick Energy Podcast. We. This is our thirteenth episode. Lucky number thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. As you know, hockey season is upon us. It has begun. It has begun. Uh, joining me, as always, are my wonderful two co-hosts, Eric. Oh, hey, what's up? And Joe. <laughs> Living the dream. I zoned out for a second. Sorry about that. I was I, looking at your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. Well, I just want to let you. Everyone know that I have officially jumped ship onto the Flyers bandwagon. Well, it looks like we're going downhill. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the Phillies might be perpetually in a downward spiral with their managerial and uh, GM pursuits G- here. G- and G- my football team sucks, so I am I'm giving myself to the Flyers. After They're undefeated, you know, Eric. I didn't know that. I, I haven't watched them. No? Okay. I mean. No, I know that. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We can't play any more games this season. We gotta stay one no. Yeah, if if the season ended today. We would have won nothing, but we would have had a yeah, I mean we're undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a familiar team. Who would that be? The Phillies said it like basically all year until they were out of it. <laughs> So yeah, if the season ended today, we'd uh, we'd have a playoff spot. Yeah. If the season ended today, I forgot about we'd it. be in first place. I'm not gonna be. Re- I'm gonna be honest with you. Jim. If the season ended today, we'd have the second wild card spot. I forgot that the Phillies played. Well, <laughs> news. The news was the season ended, and they didn't have any of that shit. So, oh, and to to boot. The uh, na- uh, we're looking we're looking at a uh, potential worst case scenario here for the uh, Phillies, where both of their division rivals may end up pitting against each other to go into the World Series. So, Dodgers, and also, step your shit up. And also, the one team is the team that we stole their superstar away from. Sorry to make it worse. Yeah, but they don't fill any of the state. They don't fill their stadium still, even though they're in the playoffs. So I'd rather our stadium be empty if we won a championship. No, it's not as glorious. Yeah, it's just glorious to fill your stadium and lose. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's about the fans, dude. Yeah, the fans want to all kill themselves. It wouldn't be as exciting if it wasn't for the like the camaraderie that sports brings you. It brings me into an angered-filled depression. Oh, I I know. I, I not right now. I'm great. I'm doing well. But for for you, I'm 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 putting myself in your shoes. And on top of that, I got a I, I feel like I'm I got a cold or some shit. You had a great. cold last week. Yeah. Well, shit happens. 
sure you're just not having an allergic reaction to the Dairy Queen still? I'm fine. <laughs> it's ironic because you're hot, yet you have a cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How right. are you, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for asking. Oh, other than that. Um, <laughs> you know, doing pretty good. Uh, got top comment on an app. You know, I feel pretty good about I it. funny. Yeah. Uh... Union are in the playoffs on Sunday, so that'll be fun. Eagles won. Eagles won uh, again. Against um, a uh, youth football team. Against a garbage can of a team, but still, you got to stomp on the, the losers to, uh, you know, use them as steps to get to the top. I and just wanted to say, I, I, I'm not an Eagles fan, but I predicted that the Eagles would shut out the Jets and beat them by a score of more than four touchdowns. If it wasn't for that garbage fucking touchdown that they had, my prediction would have been correct. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry that you've lost. I know. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've just lost in I'm, be- I'm beating you down a in little bit. In everything this year I've lost. Today I lost a million dollars. I don't want you to be join I don't want you to join I don't want you to join the Flyers <laughs> fandom. Hey. It it worked for the fucking uh Raptors. <clears throat> It you were only did. nine years too late. It actually did. Uh, I, I was, I, I've been a fan since day one. Man. Fan my ass. Name like three plays. Started <laughs> from the bottom. Now we here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am a Sixers guy. Not really. But they just I, beat the uh, Beijing um, Roosters or whatever the hell the team was. <laughs> the Guam I feel Lions. Like, I feel like I could have beaten the Beijing Roosters, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and I suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, the Golden Lions. We gotta give them credit. They're a professional team. Yeah, are they? Playing around. I'm okay. gonna look up what their name is though, because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyhow, we are a Phillies and Flyers podcast, first and foremost, and we are gonna talk to you guys about some of that shit. Eric, got any Flyers exciting news for us? Shenyang as Golden they Lions. go into. <laughs> As they go into potentially their second win of the season? No, nothing's happened. No? Nothing? No. How did that first game go? Thanks for asking, Jim. <laughs> uh, so, for all of you beautiful, beautiful ladies and gentlemen out there, you beautiful, beautiful people, the hockey season has begun. It has begun! Oh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you not entertained? Glaucoma. And I am ecstatic, but the first, before I get into the positives here, I gotta vent a little bit to you guys. Vent, Eric. Let it out. Tell us what you really the, feel. The NHL has absolutely fucked the Flyers in the first life. Fuck the NHL. Did why you? are you why why are you acting like Judge Judy? Well, Judge not? Judy has never stopped someone in the middle of their conversation saying, fuck the NHL. Madam, 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 madam. <laughs> All right, but I got a band. That sounds like a Mario. Bird, bring him out here. <laughs> here's, here's what we got Here's what we got to talk about. The schedule that the Flyers have to begin the season is the toughest schedule in the entire league. Actually, their entire schedule does not benefit them in any way. They have a... So they start in, in Prague. Prague. On f- f- uh, Friday. Warchek's hometown, right? Or home country? Yeah. Prague. So it was a home game for him. 
the what was that technically? This was technically, technically a no. Technically, game. it was a home game for the Flyers. They were home. No shit. They were in Prague. No, they were in Prague. <laughs> no, but they were like home. the Prague. No, they were like the home team. They were wearing their home jerseys and everything. Yeah, but but Voracek was at home. Yes. Can you shut up? Scorcher. <laughs> oh, I like that. Is that a valid name? Yeah, it's been said like for five yeah. years. Okay. And Jim's not special. But uh, yeah, but anyway, that's on a different topic. I need to vent here. Vent. <laughs> they started in Prague. Then they play tomorrow. Then they go on a West Coast trip and play, like, four games in the next, like, six days, have a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. Their longest home stand this entire season goes to four games. So they are only home for four straight games at most the entire season. So they're going away a lot. They're traveling for a majority of the season. All right. I think the NHL is getting back at us for the 70s, being the Broad Street Bullies and beating the shit out of everyone. I think they're coming after us. Why would they give a shit? (laughs) I I don't think they like us. I feel like, well... I don't think they like us anymore. They did give us a show. <laughs> Which I watched and it was pretty good. <laughs> Gotta watch the third episode. I haven't watched it yet. It came out yesterday. It's on YouTube, right? Probably. I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, but, no. Realistically, though, I'm pretty bummed that, this, that the, all these other teams have played like four or five games already and the Flyers have yet to play their second game. It's pretty shitty. Hey, you know what? They're going to be tired. Let us beat Actually, no, the, the momentum of those other teams will benefit them, but luckily the Devils have only played two games, and we've only played one. Fuck the Devils. All right, well, we're going to we're gonna get, we're gonna get into that, all right? Except for Wayne. We're going to get into that. I think you have, I think you have a, a tick today. What is it? You're every, I don't know, you're just like, fuck the... Were you my grass <laughs> Fuck today? the... Fuck the... I kind of like it. I think I, that should I, become I, your thing on the podcast, just... Oh, yeah, I, I say Fuck that. the Kapler. Fuck the King. <laughs> Fuck Chris Young. Fuck the King. Remember that from Game of Thrones? Not a sponsor. Well, unless they want it. Now it's over, unfortunately. <laughs> the, next, the next real season of Game of Thrones, Jim says fuck a lot. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just, I've been, I'm a little agitated that they have yet, that they've been on such a weird... It was almost it's almost like a football schedule where they almost have a full week off. And the well, NHL prep, the NHL man. has a bye week. It's time to prep, man. But speaking of prep, we'll get into that. So the way that the NHL works is Monday, which was yesterday, they had a they had a team skate. But it was like an NHL Players Association type team skate where the coaches don't come out and practice with you, but it was mandatory. It's not like a mandatory team skate, but apparently everybody except for two players were there, which is great, which is a great sign that because usually people get, you know, use as an excuse. Those two players probably. No, they were in jackets. No, they were they were uh, they were getting like some muscles or something. Taking like they had tweaks in their muscles or something. So it was injury type deal. It was sitting there getting their muscles replaced. They do that. <laughs> they were getting jerked <laughs> off. Robocop plays for the Flyers. <laughs> they were getting a muscle jerked off. That's what they were doing. They're getting a hamstring stroked. Okay. But yeah, so. That was my little vent I had to get into right there. It wasn't really I'm a vent; it was kind of calming. But no, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you said it because the NHL sucks and we should boycott them. All right, we're officially now we're a What's Philadelphia Soul podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to watch them actually. Of course you do, but they're not on right now because it's the end of the season. I don't even think. I Damn think, it! I think they're televised like four times. Watch this fucking Eagles team. Yeah. 
watch this. We're, we're not a uh, we're not an Eagles podcast, Joe. You're getting carried away here. We are a hockey and baseball and soul solely, not oh. the soul solely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Eric, tell me about that game last Friday. Well, the boys came out. They came out buzzing. Played a complete sixty-minute game, like a bunch of bees. Yes, <laughs> and took yes, and took game one of eighty-two, four to three against the Chicago Blackhawks in Prague. Yeah, fuck the Blackhawks. You gotta stop. Don't they suck? <laughs> they're uh, they're going. They're coming at the end of like. They're coming to that point where they're going to have to start rebuilding, probably, because all their... They have, like, a bunch of old guys now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember they were good. They were a dynasty, and then now they're at the end. They were good when they had all the Flyers players. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens. Fuck us, right? Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no, the Blackhawks. Not the Blackhawks. I'm thinking the Kings. The Kings. Don't get me fucking started. Uh, (laughs) All right. So. So. One of the dudes had sex with another guy's wife. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor Fuck that guy Not a sponsor of adultery We're not a sponsor of adult trees Adult trees um, Alright We like baby trees though yeah, they're not. Alright you're getting carried away here we gotta, we gotta No fucking... we are doing a podcast Yeah and you're over here spouting I'm, Fuck I'm this hot fuck I'm that. hot takes gym we this week all right? Fucking YouTube bickering I'm hot taste gym this week, Eric. Your hot taste gym? Hot takes. Hot taste gym. Hot takes. With gym. I like With that. gym. <laughs> All right. I go for some hot chocolate. It's like getting around that time. Flyers, what's up? That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Flyers beat the Blackhawks 4-3. to three. Uh, it was a pretty dominating game. Not you know the score wouldn't the score wouldn't show that, but the Flyers were pretty much the better team for a majority of it. They were they uh, kept the momentum, the tempo up. They forced the Blackhawks. Basically, the Blackhawks had trouble getting out of their own zone. the The three goals that they scored were either on breakdowns or just like ridiculous plays by Patrick Kane. So. Patty Someone who we missed out on like a 0.1% drafting. And who beat us in the Stanley Cup final. Anyway. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Speaking, Michael Layton retired yesterday. Uh, oh, that guy. Yeah. I remember yeah. him. I don't. <laughs> He's the guy who was in net for the Stanley Cup final for us when we lost. So, uh, what are you going to say? I wish him the best. <laughs> okay. Did he have a decent career after the Flyers? No. Well, he lo- he lost us the game, so how good was he? So it's like it was. A, he wasn't. I would. I still don't blame him for that. It was a fluky goal that went in. Stevie Wonder was better. Obviously, because he's still here. No. Nope. <laughs> but maybe it was that guy. So. See, he's Wonder also was. old, and he retired. So was Mason. He's not that old. He's only like 31, 32. Uh, that's, that's, not, old. that's not an old goal. He's played at like 40. That's like 10 years older than we are, so that's pretty old. 10 years makes a big difference. You can die in 10 years. I know. I you could die tomorrow. Hot take. It's not a hot take. Hot take Joe. <laughs> hot take Joe. <laughs> Taking over your reins, boy. Fuck tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what, what did the Flyers do? I good. would. What did they do you, good? If you'd stop... 
having a Tourette's spasm, I think I'll get into it. I don't want a Tourette's. Fuck! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I like Eric that. and I just said fuck at the same time. It was quite magical. All right, that's yeah. every, that's, it's, that's It's been caught on that's, record. That's tonight's episode, everyone. We'll have a good <laughs> We should name it fuck. Oh, well, we... <laughs> <laughs> Thematically, it fits our last two episodes, right, so we just right, have to so. go straight to the source. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah, skip the bullshit. All right, let me get into it. So... I'll read off the score, and then Joey watched the game. Jim didn't, because yes. he obviously doesn't care about the Flyers. It was working. So was I, and I found a way to watch him. I pooped for, like, 45 minutes of Fuck. period. I watched it at 1 a.m. Watch your profanity. All right. Um, <laughs> cool. So the boys put on a lot of pressure. They held the Blackhawks to a 4-3 victory. Travis Konechny, our boy, our... Savior, Young our love, had two goals, two nasty goals. First one was a nice little shot over the right shoulder or left shoulder, and then the second one was filthy. It was a nice little toe drag, backhand, top cheese. Why don't you? Oh, he needs some milk. And who, then who got the apple? Just using that hockey term. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Got over my head. <laughs> the first one was unassisted, although apparently now. Um, I actually just read this. It was today. They sometimes the NHL will go back and look at like a previous goal for some god for sake and reason. They'll like give assist to play. if a goal is unassisted. They'll go back and they'll review the play and be like, oh, that guy actually made the play. So they'll give the, a late assist to a player. So Provorov and Limbaum got assist on Konechny's first goal. So it's actually not unassisted anymore. I have a confession to make. Whenever I read Konechny's name, I for whatever reason, in my mind, was saying Cone Saney. <laughs> I just think of Connect. I, I think of, like, Connect. I think of a K, not a C. It is and a K. No, it's not. It is. Is it? It's K-O-N-E-C-N-Y. Well, yeah, the beginning, the middle part is what throws me off. Because, <laughs> like, usually when a C's in the middle of a word, it's rarely a hard, like, sound. It's from Canada. This has been grammar with Jim. <laughs> I think of it as we didn't do too well in English S. class in high school. <laughs> no, we did not. But we had fun. We did. All right. Uh, Scotty Lawton got the shout out to Miss Young. Single apple. <laughs> Scotty Lawton got the single apple on the second connecting goal. That second connecting goal was sick, Joe, wasn't it? Is that the one where he backhand like flipped it? Yeah. Yeah, that was freaking cool. Yeah, that was filth. Um, Michael Raffle got the third goal with a nice little power move to the net backhand. He did that. Net. Was that the thing where he swooped around? He did yeah. that like four times that game. Yeah. Did Finally he do a Raffle got there? Nice. Guess what? Your boy got an assist on the Raffle goal. He did. Tyler Pitlick. I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> and, the man, the myth, the legend. And uh, I actually read these out of order. Oscar Limbaum got the second goal for the Flyers. He scored a. It was kind of a freaky fluke goal. It uh. He shot the dubs. No, he shot. He shot the puck. It uh. It hit. It was a nice post shot, and then it hit the Blackhawks defender in the chest and went in. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. That that Blackhawk was a moron. What was his name? Like Zuzu or something like that. Yep. (laughs) Was it? Is that his name? It was something like that. Like Kishi or something. I don't. I don't remember who it was on the Blackhawks that it hit, but I just remember it being like it bounced out with full force to his like the logo, and it just like yeah, <laughs> went right in. Um, 
Uh, Konechny got an assist on that, so he ended the night with three points, or ended the, I guess, night, because technically it was in Prague at night. So he uh, got three points, two goals, one assist, and Provorov got an assist on Limbaum's goal. Uh, the apple. And it was pretty much a Flyers-dominated game, 4-2 for the majority of the third period until the Blackhawks pulled the net and Patty Kane scored a, scored a rester with three minutes left to kind of, of course, make it somewhat of a intense game in the last three minutes. But pretty That's much... Kane's a bitch, yeah. so fuck that guy. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty much... I was pretty satisfied with how the boys played. It was a relatively boring game. It wasn't like nothing really exciting happened. The Blackhawks aren't what they used to be, and the Flyers, I mean, I think the Flyers are a better team. Both teams looked a bit rusty. Both teams looked a little bit rusty at the start, but got their feet under them. And, but like I said, it was really the Flyers game for the most part. They were the ones with the most pressure, the ones who... Uh, I think, let me see the shots. The Flyers had 38 shots, and the Blackhawks had 31, so the Flyers beat them in shots. Um, Carter Hart. Carter Hart led in three goals. Two goals were. Two, the one goal was a little bit iffy. It was like he used. Um, I think the Blackhawk used Justin Braun as a as a screen, and Hart could have saved it. I, it's one of those ones where I kind of would have said, oh, I wish he saved it, but at the same time, it wasn't like a terribly... It wasn't like that goal where you're like, how the fuck did he not save that? It was just like a, it was a saveable goal, and the other two were, the other two were good shots. The second one was a one-timer. Then the Patrick Keane one's Patrick Keane taking a wide-open shot. So, I mean, it's rare that you're going to fucking save that. If I don't care if you're Henrik Conquist. But, uh, for the, like, yeah, I was satisfied with the boys. They they came out, and the, it, it felt different. It felt – it's been a long time since the, you actually were watching them play and you were feeling like they had control of the game. And I know this is only one game, which with my rant – Again, the fact that I wish that they were able to continue the momentum. But, like, they have this habit of they'll either start the game real slow, the first period will play like shit, but it'll only be like a one nothing game, and then they'll come back and they'll play better in the second period and then collapse in the third or something. But for this, pretty much, it was consistent. It was consistent effort, consistent pl- control of the game. And I like the way that I like the way that they came out. I mean, they came out like they were, thank you. That's sexy. Thank uh, Jim's uh, showing us his 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 hole in his belly. Oh, oh. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Joe? Well, you got any uh, since you watched I enjoy- it? No, I, I you know I enjoyed it. Um, you know I did space out a few times. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Jim, not- just because you didn't watch the game doesn't mean you got a flash. It's right? picking it. I won't. <laughs> Stop picking um, your stop picking your lint out of your belly button. Let the bull, let the men I'm talk here. Trying to knit a sweater. <laughs> oh, wow. Let me know when that works out. <laughs> I'd actually like. To see I don't it. want to put that on my head. No, I don't want. I probably smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I uh, wash it. Okay. What <laughs> fucking Garen? Um, I you know I spaced out a few times because uh, it's just it. 
you know, it's not my sport. It never has been, but I'm trying to get into it a little more. And I you also watched other... it at 1 a.m. at night. Yeah, yeah, but I figured I, that... this happens usually when I try to watch hockey. I, I'll, I'll space out for five minutes and then be like, oh, wait. So I, I used to do that with soccer, too, and I've just started watching Well, hopefully, hopefully by us talking about it a lot more, you'll be able to pick up more of the minute, like, details of the game, which might help you enjoy it a little more. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm so, excited. I, you know, I enjoy, I did enjoy watching it, and I saw what you were saying. The pressure was on the whole yeah. time. So, you know, I'm not like a, a I guess, a hockey head or whatever. It's hard, Yeah, it's hard because since you obviously you haven't watched as much in recent years, you haven't seen, like, the, there was this consistent theme. It didn't matter who the coach was. It was they would start really, really slow, and it would almost be like they were still waking up. And then the second period, they'd come out a little bit faster. And then the other team would get a little bit of a, uh, forward momentum for them. And then the third period, they would have to play from behind. It was always like we were playing Can't from behind up. instead of... Up nice. You should have watched the game, Jim. Be a zombie song. I should have. Yeah. But I couldn't. It was working. And so was I. It's not an excuse. If you're a true so fan, if you're a true fan you find, yeah, if you're a true fan, you find time to watch the game, man. You gotta watch me. Fuck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this was the first time in a while where I felt like, wow, we're not actually playing from behind. We're we're starting the game, fucking minute the minute the puck drops, they were on their toes and they were pushing forward. And uh, granted, they were on their skates. Well, on your toes is an expression for like your your. I feel like you're basically on edge and you're pushing forward and you're always, you know. You're the one. You're the one pressing, and you're not sitting back and waiting for the other team to make the move. It's a chess match, so you're making sure you're the one that's making the first move. But they're on skates. Shut the fuck up, all right? I had to listen to your bullshit about pulling and sucking balls in the fucking outfield the entire <laughs> season, all right? You can listen to my lingo. Here, pick your belly button one again. That was yeah. funny. Right. <laughs> now it's weird because I asked you to do it. <laughs> fucking Does Joey have a fetish? Fucking <laughs> Reese Hoskins sucking balls in the left outfield, all right? I'm not king shaming. I'm just intrigued. I have a mental Scott Kingery, <laughs> Reese Hoskins <laughs> sucking balls in the outfield, all right? I get it, all right? Hey, Scott Kingery's a saint. It's well, yeah, but it's my turn to Hoskins talk about. Hoskins was sucking balls at first base. Yeah, it's my right. turn to talk about. No, because he sucked at fielding too. He so sucks he ass. We're gonna trade him at first base. We're gonna trade him. No, we're not. I'm just trying to shut you up. I'm trying to stun you in your words because we're talking about hockey now. You need to embrace the hockey culture. Now. I have. I'm wearing a Lane Simmons shirt. It's not even here anymore. It's <laughs> 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 wash 400 times. It's Don't got lie. holes in it. It's <laughs> fucking lint on it. It's got holes in it. See? Add that to the collection. <laughs> <laughs> a little origin in this sweatshirt. Um, we're making people laugh right now, Eric, and that's all that counts. I know we are, but I'm also like me and Joe are, we? are having me and Joe me and Joe are having like we're trying to we're trying to I get it. I'm listening too. I'm I'm just comedic support here since I just saw nothing. Alright, I'll let you go. I'll let you go for now. I'm gonna keep a leash on you though. Alright. I'm gonna tug it a little bit because I'm a little king shame. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. See, he's into it. Yeah, you want those spikes? Does it spikes? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jim's into being a dog with Mom. spiky leash. You are what you eat. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Walking Dead season five or whatever? Um, Hot dogs. But. Okay, hang on. Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt good. It felt good for them to be in front and. The ones controlling the game, and I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm excited for them to come home to the to the so far. They, they have the game by the leash. Yeah. Yes, Jim. <laughs> I, I knew you. Heard. The boys are back in town. 
The fog is going to be bumping. It's going to be it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. What time is it? Seven. Seven thirty. Oh, perfect! I get home from basketball. Yeah, seven thirty. I'm going tomorrow night. It's just baby. I've been talking about it forever. I know. I'm excited. I'm uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going tomorrow. It's gonna be fucking sick getting there early. Gonna watch the old warmies walk around, walk around the stadium, see all the new additions, including yeah. you all see right, yourself on the Megatron, <clears throat> the fucking yeah, goddamn, the goddamn Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> that thing looks like a fucking Transformer. Roll out. <laughs> thing will start expanding and jerking <laughs> off in the middle of the fucking. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, All right. before I before no before I talk about you ladies man eight four five six seven <laughs> before <laughs> where the glass is before I before I talk about tomorrow yeah, I don't want them <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a fucking shopping cart with one squeaky wheel <laughs> before sorry he's <laughs> so mad Jimmy's so mad every time I talk. <laughs> We should just be a comedy podcast. <laughs> no. Okay. Am I good for sports talk now? Tell your tales of the Flyers, Eric. <laughs> I was going to say that before I talk about tomorrow's game and give a little bit of a preview, apparently we are the first sports arena in any sport, the first sporting arena to create an anger room. Oh, yeah. You could use that right now. Yeah, no. But <laughs> I kind of am curious to see how you go about it. Like, yes, so you, no, you wear, yeah, you wear, like, protective gear, and you just break, like, shit. You just break TVs, you break mirrors, which apparently is bad luck, and they don't realize that that's How does that, how does that work? Though? Like, do they have to reset the room every time someone uses it? I don't know. I guess every, maybe, like, every game, they, like, start off with everything fresh, and if you're the first one, you just go to fucking town. You have to break two things, and then you have to get like that. That's good. No, that sounds fun. I'm going to try to make my way over there, but, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of new additions to jump in. New bar in the in the stadium for the mezzanine level. Mezzanine. Yeah, that too. It's uh, mezzanine, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right for once. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to walk around, check everything out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game tomorrow. Devils are coming off of. Uh, well, I guess I'll go into a little bit of my preview of just my interpretations of the league so far. The season started about a week ago, so. It's been been able to see the teams who were starting off hot, teams who were starting off cold. See, I actually didn't realize that other teams were playing as much. Like I thought, the, like the whole like it was just no. I I I, I didn't think that it was going to be like this either. But some teams have played five six games already, which I like think I was, thought like the Flyers weren't like unique into this. I thought they were like kind of like a slow start to the season. Just no, like, no, you know? yeah, it's because okay. the Flyers did this global thing that they gave them all time off because of the travel. Which I'd no. rather than I think personally. It's stupid for them to do one game and then come back. Mm-hmm. I think at most you should do. I think you should two games. They did play two, but one of them was a preseason game against like a Swiss uh, <clears throat> professional team. The team we lost to. Yeah, the team we because lost. They were to. all drunk. Yeah, but <laughs> right. I don't. Uh, right. But yeah, no. Some teams have played six games already. And it's it's, eh, it's whatever. I mean, it'll help us later in the season. We'll have. We won't have to. If, if God forbid we're not in a playoff spot, we'll have extra root. Hey, the season ended for, today. We would have won the cup already. Exactly. But uh, all right, let's go into it a little bit, boys. So I pulled up a. Let's a, go. I pulled up a couple. Uh, 
couple of my anal from the season so far. My anal cyst? For fuck's sake. Do you have an anal cyst? No, analysis. Oh, God. My anal cyst. You gotta pop that shit. I did already. Um, alright. Okay. So, just do the asshole so far, Excuse me, sir. Just needs to check your asshole. <laughs> needs to check inside your asshole, sir. Alright. So far, the Couturier Konechny Limbaum line has been our, has been a fucking just surprise hit. A lot of people, when they saw the lines for the first game, were going to be, uh, they were going to be a little, they were a little skeptical. They were like, what are you doing? Why are you breaking up Couturier, Konechny, and Giroux? Because Coots is good no matter where Well, it worked, and they put Kevin Hayes, Van Riemsdyk, and Giroux together. And they sucked. No, it worked perfectly. Like it was, it was. We got a lot of depth, so it's you can put anyone anywhere, and it's working well. Um, put your rule on the fifth line. But I like. I'm curious to see. No. I'm, I'm, what you didn't say? No. What'd you say? Put your rule on the fifth line. There is no fifth line. Exactly. Shut up. Seriously, I'm too tired. I'm too tired for this shit. Impaling me with something. I'm gonna impale you with my my stick. Tread careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm liking the, lo- the look of the lines. I'm liking I'm liking the Konechny Limbaum Katoria line. Konechny is gonna go on a fucking three of the goals. Konechny yeah, had two and Limbaum. Yeah, that's they're they're going on a fucking Oscar. tear this year. I look forward to seeing more of it. But, uh, so the boys play the... Alright, so tomorrow night the boys play the Devils. Devils are 0-1-1, so they've only played two games. So they're one of the teams that haven't played. Are you going to cheer for Wayne when he comes out? Yeah. No, he wants to be booed, but I'm giving that motherfucker a standing arm. If everyone cheers for him, he's just going to go out and flip everyone off. No, he's going to go out there and (laughs) put, like, Jerusalem through the boards, and then we're all going to realize that we hate him. But, no. Do we hate him? No, he's... Pure class, we love that man. I'll, I he's he's the type of guy where I like, get the flyers. He's gonna go mid ice to drop his pants, take a shit, and leave. They'd like him more if he did. <laughs> the I would at least. I would cheer for that. The um the f- fuck you screwed me up. I just got an image of Wayne Simmons taking a shit in the middle of the ice <laughs> with foreskin. <laughs> I'm still thinking about foreskin, honestly. An uncircumcised wing dick. I wasn't recording when you were talking about the foreskin, and now I we know. gotta explain the fucking foreskin. Oh, you're recording? Are now you recording? I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna pretend that no one actually listened to this part. We're just gonna pretend it didn't happen. Alright. I pulled up some stats. Welcome to the Big Stick Energy Podcast. <laughs> Big Stick with foreskin. If you weren't listening before, I'm sure you're listening now. <laughs> Anytime for sex. Now we have foreskin. Are we recording? Still? Yes, we're okay. recording. I'm not stopping. All right, rolling. we're going. We're, we're going, going raw, through. uncut footage, Bitch. like like foreskin. I have. All right. Now that we got it out of our system, are we recording? Yes. Yes, we are. Can you tell me next time? Just assume. Yeah, you, do just, just, you do just, just kind of do that. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll pause and then we'll just start recording. Well, just because I'm usually recording, but then you guys start talking about God knows what. You're the one who brought foreskin up. We just rolled with it. Because I was trying to explain. I'm just rolling with the punches here, man. All right. This is the last episode of Big Stick <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No. Uh, 
It is going downhill from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I... Am I good yes, to talk? Yes, right. you're good to talk. All right. I pulled up some statistics of the Devils, because that's who we're playing next. All right. Game one. Devils were playing the Winnipeg Jets. The Devils went up 4 nothing. Wow. They lost. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, they lost 5-4 to four in overtime. Had to do it to them. Yeah. Um, I need to see it. So that's, that, that's, that's pretty neat. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for them. Um, so that's a rough one to have. But, uh, Sucks for Wayne. He got an assist. Well, Wayne's not the problem. But here we go. Game two against the Buffalo Sabres. They went up five. No, they actually the went. Fuck? They went. <laughs> so here we go. They went down. They went up two nothing, or they went down two nothing. Then they scored to make it two one. Then they went down four to one. It's not great. <clears throat> Five to one. <laughs> Not great. Then, then the Devils scored to make it five to two, and then they scored two more. So then it turns out it was seven to two. Oh, wow. <laughs> Devils lost seven to two in game two. So they're zero one and one, and they've played like absolute dog shit. I was paying attention to them obviously because we're playing them next. I want to get, I wanted to get like a feel for what was going on. But they went to overtime one game. Huh? They went to overtime one game. They went to overtime in their first game. Oh. Wow. And then they went, and then they lost. But they were winning 4 nothing in their first game. Apparently, so the consensus about the Devils has been, firstly, their, sec- their goalie, Corey Schneider, who was supposed to have a bounce back here this year, got hurt. So yeah. their starting goalie got hurt. Secondly, their coach apparently, when they were up 4 nothing, started like overman started Gabe Kaplering the situation and overmanaging a little bit. Okay, I know what that means. Doing a lot of doing a lot of things that you don't need to do, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> the team came back. Did he pull Aaron Nola after six innings? They pulled him after two. But uh, <laughs> classic Vince Velasquez. Uh, last month of Aaron Nola, you probably could have gotten away with that. But um, yeah, so the Devils are. Uh, Devils are not playing well. They're um, <clears throat> start, so that could go but two ways for us tomorrow. One, we've had off a lot of time the past week. We haven't played the game situation since Friday. We come out sluggish, and the Devils are absolutely pissed off because they played like shit the past couple games. They could come out hot, or the Devils continue to play like shit, and the Flyers, because they're well-rested, come out and just take to the Devils. The Devils have our number over the past couple seasons. They haven't played too great. Like, the Flyers haven't had too much success against the Devils in regular season or playoffs when they played them. Uh, so it's going to be interesting, but I don't know. Devils haven't looked too good. So, Flyers only have one game to go off of, but I'm... I'm I'm curious to see. Curious to see how the Devils come out tomorrow, just as much as I am to see the Flyers. Flyers are going to come out buzzing, I think, even if they're sluggish, because that crowd's going to be behind them from the opening minute. Because we have been waiting for some Flyers hockey in this city all summer. We're good to go. But uh, we're always good to go here in Philadelphia. Let's see. Rain or shine, doesn't matter because it's in a dome. 
Mm, good point. Um, besides that, a couple curious things about the season so far. The abysmal Red Wings are 2-0. and I got the sniffles. Oh. The abysmal Red Wings are 2-0. and The Capitals are... They're abysmal, why are they 2-0? Yeah, they were supposed to be goddamn terrible. <laughs> the new Blue Jackets. B- fucking Blue Jackets are pitiful. They are they are like whole. It's been two games. But like whole. Whole. Let me look up some of these scores. Let's go. Hold on. I gotta get you with this one. Blue Jackets are they lost four to one. Seven to two, and then four to three. Oh, they won four to three in Sounds overtime. Sounds exactly like the Devils. <laughs> in the first three games, the Blue Jackets have been outscored. They just have to play Philly. Fifteen to seven. They just wow. have to play the Flyers again to regain their mojo. Who? I'm playing the game so I don't disrupt you. I hate you all. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, you just, when I played the Game Boy like six weeks ago, you yelled at me. Now you're doing this? Yeah, what the fuck, Jim? I didn't yell at you. Yes, you did. did yeah. Well, you said, are you playing the Game Boy? Jim, you're an anarchist. Playing the Game Boy. You're, trying to, you're trying to overthrow us for another podcast, aren't you? Yep, I'm trying to start my own. That's our storyline. He's out here playing Words with Friends. He's actually learned to fly, too. But, uh, all right, considering we're Flyers in Philly's podcast, but we obviously don't want to talk about the Flyers. No, I do want to talk about it. I just wanted to do that. You're hurting my feelings, man. You complain I talk too much, and then when I stop talking... You're talking about goddamn foreskin! Let's work it out on the podcast. You brought up the foreskin. I didn't break shit up. You brought up shitting on the ice. Okay, okay, listen. This is the talking pepper. (laughs) <laughs> For reference, Joey put a thing of pepper in between Eric. You have to be touching it to talk. Only one person can touch it at a time. Jim. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. All right, back All to right. the <laughs> Good job, guys. All right. Um, Who's a psychologist here? But... Yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow night. I'm excited that I get to go. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm basically all day tomorrow. I'm just gonna be antsy. They're gonna win. I know. I, I think they are too. I think they're gonna come out strong. I think they're gonna blow the Devils and, out. And I, if they don't win, just blame it on me. It probably is your fucking fault. But I'll jump. I'll jump ship right away. <laughs> you'll become a Seattle Buckles fan or whatever their team's gonna be called. Be a Golden Knights fan. That's what I want to be. I like that. Fuck no. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Just kidding. But they announced today that the boy, the Carter Hart is starting tomorrow night, which was obviously pretty much assured, but it's nice that they commit into the heart early on. Would they not have started them? If it was Dave Hackstall coaching, they would have put in, like, uh, they had like Mike a week Jones. of rest. They would have put fucking Mike Jones in that. Mike for, Jones. They had like a week of rest. I know. Not play him. Is he hurt? 
No, it just the past couple of years they were like they do the the Flyers would do this thing where they would like not commit to a starter. They would just be like a healthy competition for the goalies is good for the team. When they're like, no, it's fucking kid wants to start. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta start. Yeah, he started. Carhart started this year. Carhart started here. He started. He's a beautiful man. He's gonna play about fifty five of the games, and like Brian Elliott will get the other thirty five. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Um. Let me see what else I got. I got anything else that's gone on this week. Flyers, well, the Flyers will be winning by so much by like the, the uh, third period. They just can they can pull Carter Hart and be fine. Put in Lyon or Mason. Mason. Going two and zero in the first two games though will be a huge benefit for this road trip because I what did I predict last week or was it last week or two weeks last week I think I said six two and two in their first ten so. They got it. They got it. They got to take these two here because this road trip that starts this weekend is going to be tough to a tough go around. I predict an undefeated season. So, all right, eighty-two and zero. Actually, no. So far, wait, wait, wait. Right. eighty-two. They got to go ninety-eight and zero to win the Stanley Cup. So far, I'm right. Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> and if they win tomorrow. Better odds. Damn. Um, <laughs> place your bets now. Joe, you watched, uh, you finally caught up on the, or, well, both of us need to watch episode three, but you watched the first two oh, episodes yeah. of Behind the Glass. What'd you think? I thought it was really cool. Uh, I like that one guy. What was his name? Stewart? Chris Stewart. Yeah. The guy who I said that probably shouldn't be on the fucking yeah, team. I well, like apparently, so, uh, update on him. He's been practicing with the team, and he's on a professional tryout which means that he's allowed to practice with the team but he can't play because he's not he doesn't have a contract yet but a lot of people think they're going to sign him once they get cap space once they deal with all their movement of like uh injury reserve and everything so you might get your wish might make a team and they'll have him as like a backup player he could fight he's gonna be your fucking guy he's gonna be your go-to guy for the season isn't he i like him He's going to win the cup for us single-handedly. <laughs> I can see it. I like him. Um, well, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised they didn't have Drew on there. They had Voracek on Drew, there. Drew's apparently, I did read that Drew's a huge part of episode three, and it's one of those, like, oh, is he? Yeah, it shows how good of a leader he is, so I'm excited to watch it when I get home later. Um, watch him just suck. Like, hey, why don't you uh, go fuck yourself? Because that's my that's my I captain. Well, I'll go what, down with what him. What if it was just like him just talking like, "Hey guys, if you want to win, that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know. It's not. Uh, there's always next year. So. Does anybody want to go to Chipotle later? Um, Has anyone seen my car keys? <laughs> oh, and something keys. something that's uh something that I picked up on too for the first game before we uh you know before we finish up with the fire stock and jump into your Phil's analysis that you. Are going to continue from last week. Um, the funny thing about the first game was that Giroux, Boracek, Van Riemsdyk, and Kevin Hayes, four of our guys we rely on scoring, or our deep scoring threat that's on the team, all went scoreless on the in the first game. Didn't get an assist. Didn't get any. Uh, didn't get any points. But the fact that these other players stepped up and won the game for us is huge for. Even if, like, Giroux or Voracek don't score, that means we have a ton of scoring depth that can help us get, which is what we haven't had in the past couple of years. When, our, when like, our main guys haven't scored, our other guys also couldn't score. So this is hopefully a step in the right direction and hopefully it continues tomorrow. But I think Giroux is going to 
I think Drew is going to have a huge game tomorrow night. I think he's going to. I think he's going to score tomorrow night. He better. He usually and like home. He's usually really good in home games. He usually puts points on the board in home games, and he'll. Uh, I'm excited to see Voracek because uh, one of the recurring themes has been Voracek's non-ability to shoot the puck. Where he every time he's on like a two-on-one with someone else, or he has an ability to shoot the puck on the net, he'll fucking pass it. Even if a guy's not there, he'll just pass the puck to the air. Just like, ah, oh, here you go, fuck you. But uh, I hope I'm one. Hopefully, he shoots the puck a bit more this year because he's got a rocket of a shot. If he shoots the puck. Say he gets three odd man chances on the other end. If he shoots two of those, they're probably both going in because he's got a really good shot. And I'm, I, I want him to shoot the puck more. He's, he's got the ability to get 30 goals. Um, but, yeah. So it's going to be a fun game tomorrow night. It's going to be a fun day. Uh, tailgate apparently is going to be crazy down there on a Wednesday, which is fucking absurd. But the boys are, the boys are back in town and we're – we're ready to go. Ready to. Boys back in town. Boys back in town. And we're gonna win the cup this year, and I'm sticking to it. We're winning. We're going undefeated. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about that one, but they're gonna win. They're gonna win the cup this year. It's gonna be. Good. I'm right until I'm wrong. Knock on <laughs> fucking wood right logic. now. Knock on fucking wood. All right. All right. He's gonna win. He's making sure that makes sense, bro. <laughs> right until I'm wrong. Well, fuck. I can't argue with that. Yeah, you made a good point. You do make a good point. All right. <laughs> you know what they say. I like your attitude. You know what they say. When you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Are you talking to yourself or are you talking to me? I'm talking to myself. All right. Well, you feel better? <laughs> I do, because I'm always right. Okay. That's all wrong. That's, uh, it's my Flyers anal cyst <laughs> for, oh, God. for today. So, Jim, what do you got on that? We should you get some butt cream for that. Preparation H, not a sponsor. <laughs> Preparation <laughs> F for Flyers. Oh, be a fucking flyer. Be a fucking You like that, didn't you, Joey? <laughs> yeah. That made you made you like the coach a lot more than uh, <clears throat> I like him a lot because he's not a bullshitter. Yeah, no, he's he the type of guy who he gets he's he's also been a coach consistently who gets the best out of his players. So and a lot of these guys need that this this core we've had here for a while haven't had a coach like this since Peter Laviolette. So and I love Lavi, but I mean, the fact that this guy has that same type of attitude where it's no bullshit, he'll be honest with you, and he expects you to give 110% on the ice, that's what this city's needed. And I, think he's, yeah, I think he's the guy who can get it done. So, all right. Enough flyers. Talk, we've been talking for a little bit. Well, I mean, I talked for about 10 minutes, and you talked about fucking foreskin for another 45. But uh, <laughs> those were the best 45 minutes of my life, so. You got to get a fucking Tobby. <laughs> I guess it's four skin. Yeah, right. five. Is God. Four skin. Anyway. All right. Get the fuck this. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing now. Like the most here's the version. Here's the thing now. Yeah. Who? Animal Lecter. Just collects four skins. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Here we are. 2019. Foreskin, foreskin, foreskin. How's it feel? Uh, you I know what? what? Can you get it out again? All right. Here's the pepper. Foreskin. The, the pepper touch. Foreskin, Jim. Good. 
Anyway. You didn't touch it. Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm important. <laughs> I'm the still. All right. Let's anyway. Talk, let's talk about the Phillies, Jack. It's, it's getting to be sweater weather here in uh, good old Philadelphia. Philadelphia, it's the hot seasons here, man. Icy, icy cold, baby. It's true. Um, and, yeah, again, for the uh, however many year in a row, Philadelphia Phillies are sitting on the sidelines waiting to uh, hear any news about their uh, current head coach, Gabe Kapler, who many presume will not be here starting next year. And Everyone who is a fan. Now, managerially, it might be a different story from what I've heard. So, basically, Clintac has Kapler's dick in his mouth, <laughs> and John Middleton is wondering how to separate the two of them. Have you ever seen the human centipede? Unfortunately. Yes. All right, well, you just got to go about it that way. And, yeah, well, <laughs> McPhail is also attached to that, so that would make sense. By asshole. Yeah. All right, well. Anyway, so, currently, we're still waiting to hear about the uh, Phillies managerial issues right now. Uh, As of one day this week, uh, Chris Young, the pitching coach, has been fired. So, both the pitching and hitting coach have been fired for the Phillies this year. And I would say it's probably, it was was well-deserved fire. Firing because Chris Young basically came in here and showed the pitchers numbers and expected them to do something with it. So, anywho, we're hoping to hear something at least within the next couple days uh, about that situation. I'm hoping to put out a quick little podcast, like maybe a 15 minute podcast, should anything happen. Um, if not, Fuck, what do I know? I I got nothing for that. Because it's just, it's painful to watch this team potentially go down the road that they did again this year. We don't know that. What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see the interviewer's ass today. (laughs) I really hope that. For everyone who needed to know the context of that, I did indeed show a picture from the hit television series It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia of Danny DeVito's nude body crawling out of a couch, all greased up. You're welcome, Philadelphia. I'm slightly aroused. Not as much as foreskin gets me. But Anyway. I'm calling this episode fucking foreskin. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a trigger word to Eric at this point. <laughs> it sets me alive. I was talking about flyers, and you said foreskin. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyhow, tweaking. Um, tweaking on the foreskin. <laughs> You're getting high from foreskin. That's a quote. I'm putting that in the. Uh, I'm tweaking on foreskin. I'll put it in the quotes. That should be the uh, episode. Anyway, <laughs> it needs something needs to happen. John Milton needs to get his head out of his ass. Apparently, he's meeting with a lot of the players. I got week. no. I got. I got. A few, I got some feelings on that. I was. I thought. Thought you were going to bring it up. Right. What? You, does he realize John like John Milton's he's he's a smart guy, obviously. He knows what he's doing. Does he realize does he? Th- but does he realize that going to all the players and asking their opinion of Gabe Kapler is not gonna get anything done because they're not gonna bash Gabe Kapler because whichever player bashes him and gets him fired, one, doesn't want to be responsible for Gabe Kapler being fired, and two 
it gets around that who the Brad is, and it'll fuck up the entire like. So it's not going to do anything. So ge- so John Middleton should honestly just grow some balls and be like, make the decision. Well, I mean, he's, he's it's really enough, not. He's seen unfortunately, enough. it's not his decision to make. Yeah, I know. it's really about our GM and all that kind of shit. But like, if he doesn't trust our GM to make that decision, he should just can them both. Something should happen. Like, like if you, uh, it's just fucking annoying because you know that he's just. Gr- scrounging up little details just to kind of say, like, hey, we're going to go at it again this year. Hopefully we'll be able to spin it in a better way. But, like, it's frustrating because I know that we we know what Clentac and McPhail do. <clears throat> this year was you've very had, telling. You've, you've had, an, actually, you've had, how long have they been here? Six years? Five. 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 That's enough time to know. It is. And this year really kind of brought them out into the limelight, and both of them kind of failed. I, One of them was a pessimist, and the other just did nothing. I, <clears throat> I took a step back the other day, and I really looked at the, I looked at the team, and I looked at their, you know, their, their prospects. I looked at the league, and I kind of thought to myself, Dude, I think we're really far off from being a fucking contender. Like I genuinely, gen- no, I, I, I think, I think like more so than me and you really realized when we started the podcast. Because I think we were more. It's not like we were ignoring things, but we just weren't looking at the grand scope of. The Phillies still had a playoff spot when we started the podcast. But even even then, we were still skeptical. But we were never like fully noticing <clears throat> that shit. All these other teams who are contending for are one full of rookies who actually compared team. We didn't have yeah. one fucking rookie on the team this year. We didn't have a rookie on the yeah, team. We did. Who? Fucking uh, Adam Hazley. Does he have? And like guy? all of our pitchers. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, the entire bullpen after all the vets. All right, I forgot about Hazley. Well, we're, we're still, still, that's, 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 that's not a false yeah, fact. Yeah, and I'm just like, holy, like, this team next year most likely won't be a contender regardless of what they get in the offseason. No, I mean, well, they could potentially, but they'd, do you be, think very, they're gonna, do they'd you th- be a glass. Do you think they're going to be in the playoffs next year? They'd be a glass cannon. Or do you think that they're like two years If they of- make the moves that they can yeah, make, because they have all the money to do so. If they can make the moves that they need to make, which is adding pitching, adding roster depth, and adding uh, relief pitching. And coach. If I hear, uh, if I hear, regardless of that, if we can just fix all of those issues, we could be a team, but we'd be a glass cannon because the second something starts to falter, we don't have anything to back that up with in our minor leagues. We have Alec Bohm, we have Spencer Howard, we have Mickey Moniak, um, and Adonis Medina. That's basically a, a, all we're shooting out here. What was what was the last guy's name? Adonis Medina. Sound like you said a dumbass Modena. <laughs> Funky Cole Medina. Anyway, um, yes, it, like we have we have a like our depth is just not there. We don't have anything there, and the second that something falters at the big league level, we're kind of relying on second rate players and just dumpster fodder from other teams. It's really frustrating to think about it that way, but like we have the potential to do something. If I hear the fucking term <clears throat> "stupid money" one more goddamn time this summer, well, that was fucking Middleton's dumbass fault. Anyway, it it's frustrating to see this team 
Like we need a better, we need better scouts. We need better game planning. We need better coaching in general. We need people that are going to put this team up into success. Like we need to build a whole infrastructure. I feel like almost as empty as when Ruben Amaro left. Like then the Phillies had nothing. I mean, I don't. If if we don't make moves, I don't think we're going anywhere. But yeah, if we make, why would we be better? Why would unless we? the the pitchers like somehow salvage their careers? I don't see why they'd be any better. We'd have to rely on Vince Velasquez, Nick Pavetta, Jared Eichhoff, yeah, saying, and yeah. Zach Eflin all to have bounce back years. Yeah, that's a lot of eggs in one basket. Well, it was this year too. <laughs> it didn't happen. So well, why would it happen in this he, upcoming? Yeah, no. They got to go back to the drawing board. They got to adjust their pitching. I think they have some piece. I think Eflin definitely needs to stay in this rotation because he's proved he's at least capable under the right circumstances to go deep into games and give us consistency. And that's what they all. Albeit not during the middle of the season, but. They, they all ju- lack consistency. They all lack consistency. Because yeah. they, sometimes they show flashes of, you know, being a solid pitcher, and then the next two starts will get blown up. Yeah. There's just no consistency. To me, they need to trade some pieces this offseason to get some depth into the farm system. I don't think you're going to get a lot, but if you package enough people together, you might be able to... You're talking about players on the team now? Or? I'm talking about, like, Nick Pavetta, Vince Velasquez, and all, like, that whole lot. You could probably draw in, like, one or two prospects of decent game for them because they're not terrible. Like, if they can figure it out, if a team thinks they can figure them out, obviously we'd be giving them a project. But if a team thinks they could fix Nick, Nick Pavetta, Nick Pavetta could be a really dominant starter if he gets his shit together. If he comes up with another pitch and he kind of fixes his head case thing, he could really pan out to be a very good pitcher. But... The Phillies need to sell someone, whether it be him, Gene Segura, Cesar Hernandez. They need to sell some of the talent here to not – like they have the pieces to fill them in because Scott Kingery can play either of those positions in the center of the field. And just adjust, adjust to adding something to their prospect pool because at the moment their prospect pool is very minimal. And it, like I said, it's a glass cannon. It if, sucks, cock. Yeah. Say someone goes down, we don't have anyone to replace them with. We need to add depth somewhere, and I think that. So how did that happen? What do you mean? How do we not have any prospects? The Phillies are notorious for drafting shitty too, aren't they? Yeah. Fair. Fair. What are the trades? Because you're more. I just really watch the games. Well, I mean, you think about the JT Realmuto trade. They traded away Sixto. Sixto, and I'm not saying I'd rather have Sixto and Alfaro, but like those are two of our best prospects. JT's the JT's one, the tough one though because you did end up with the best catcher in baseball. But no, I'm not complaining. But there's that other. JT but there's other ones. Yeah. That like, would you would you like giving away JP Crawford? Was that Sigourney and Carlos that Santana just for Gene Segura? And who did, who else did they get? I think they got Juan Nicasio in that trade. They got well, Gene Segura did not have a great year. He's not a good locker room guy. And JB Crawford improved this year. And Carlos Santana had one of the best seasons of the of his career. Is that the Phillies, or is that the players? Well, that's the players. Because but at the same time. 
the Phillies could have sold them for a lot better. But if you've also if you've also noticed this, it's a recurring goddamn theme with the team. It seems like it doesn't. Yeah, because those three people you just said they had they had Gene Segura had a better season last year. Came here had a worse season. Carlos Santana had a terrible season last year. Went somewhere else had a great season. J.P. Crawford had a pretty weak ass season last year. Went somewhere else had a better season. <laughs> well, I don't mean to open fish, up a I'm can not, of worms. I'm, I'm just not saying. saying that the Phillies don't have changes to make. Yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, it sounds like a culture. It we, sounds like a culture problem more so than anything. The yeah, that's talent what I was to say last week. we have is not good enough. Below what we have on the field, that's my main concern. Because if this team's going to sustain anything for longer than three years. We need other players in our farm system as well as players up top. So, yeah, to get at that, it is a system change. We need to kind of rehaul everything. And the Phillies have made some kind of improvements as far as uh, helping their younger minor league players develop. They got a guy from driveline who is really helping out Boehm, at least. I, I, I know there's been improvements from other players in the farm system. But we need to be able to pump these guys out like all the other teams are doing. Like the Dodgers, everyone on that team is like seemingly a top prospect. Um, Astros, same thing. Rays, they they don't they or what was the statistic? The Phillies paid three people sixty five million that barely even played this year and the entire Rays uh, uh, salary cap was like $65 million. And they're in the playoffs. And they're in the playoffs. Oh. And <laughs> like, wow. it's just really frustrating to see how, like... Well, maybe the two the new coaches will help. The hitting coach. Yeah. And the as far as the minor leagues, but it's only the minor leagues. We're talk- we need... A- Fix the big big leagues too. But well, that's what the. Well, we're also we're also hitting coach. There is there is a thing there is a thing here. A coach can only do so much. Yeah. Doesn't matter who the fuck you put in there if the players still are not playing well. Yes, a coach can change. A coach can change. A good coach a good coach can help, but talent wise, I don't care who's fucking coaching. That if you whoever gets that pitching we had this year is not turning those into elite pitchers. He's not getting the pitching sucked, and that no coach is changing that. I'm not blaming that on Kapler. The way he went about doing it probably wasn't great, but he also didn't have anything to work with. Well, Kapler doesn't do any of the teaching. That's that job is up to oh. the pitching coach and the hitting coach. I don't know about that, Eric, because they showed flashes of greatness, all three of them. They had great games throughout the year. They just can't hold it together. So they're showing that they can do it. They're just not conditioned like they're supposed to be. And I think a good coach would now, you know, get it in their brain like this is what you need to do. You did it before, you know. So I just feel like well, it's not only possible. That, like focus on their strengths. Like Chris Young was telling Zach Eflin not to pitch to his strength, what was working. Like – how do you do that with someone that's, but, especially as young as he but, is, that's going to mess up okay. his mechanics and thought process? Okay, the, co- the, coaching th- the coaching thing aside, that doesn't fix your depth problem. No. And if you notice all these other teams, they have that. guys will get hurt, and then they'll find another guy in their prospect system or their, their farm system who somehow comes out of nowhere and is an elite talent. The, Phillies don't have that shit. The Dodgers have... Had like three guys in their bullpen 
this year that would have started and been like the second best starter on the Phillies this year. <laughs> well, the rotation. <laughs> they had guys help their bullpen out. Dra- yeah, drafting wise, and like they, to to me, it's the GM. It's not necessarily the drafting because Scott Kingery is a good pick. Uh, Mickey Moniak is panning but, pretty well but, in the minor leagues. But yes, yeah, Scott Kingery King is a good. But again, that's the Phillies been always the Phillies' problem. Is it? It always takes them forever to. It takes them forever to develop people usually. Yeah. And then like it's notorious what happened with Chase Utley and all them. Right? Didn't it yeah. take? Didn't couldn't Chase Utley have been in the league three years earlier? Yeah. They he took, came up when he was like twenty four. How yeah, old was he? When yeah. He the Philly. Up, this is a Phillies problem. This isn't just like it's honestly not even like who's in who's in the managerial positions yeah. now. It seems like it's always been a Phillies thing. And Ryan it's, Howard. Ryan Howard wasted years down in the minor league. Yeah, game. like it's shit like that. It seems like it's always happened because of Tome, right? Well, not even just because of Tome. Like, they got Tome after they had Ryan Howard, and Ryan Howard was already an established minor oh, really? player, kind of. I mean, they've I, always been afraid to pull up players because they've always been afraid of pulling them up too soon, which which there's a point now. Sometimes you just got No, you have to let the – That's what Austin came up But that's what – that was the Flyers' problem, too, was that they were afraid to bring up their prospect. That's ultimately what cost Hextall his job, is he was afraid to pull up – he was afraid to pull the prospects who were drafted – and give them the responsibility on the professional team and say, all right, just run with it and do what you can do and learn from your mistakes, which ultimately is the reason that they're drafting those players is to eventually give them the responsibility on the team. The Phillies don't do that. Yes, they do, like Kingery and Hazley and, you know. Honestly, those – well, Kingery last year was different, but Hazley was more of a uh, – like the fact they didn't have anyone to replace. Yeah, he was like anyone. a surprise, like, right? Yeah. So I which mean, they, that and they could, rushed him too. He was in he was in double A to start the year out. Well, they that rushed mean, him up. Well, that could be a that could be a blessing in disguise. Well, I mean, I like I like Hazley. I think yeah, he's like got some, game. but also promise. yeah. So he's got to round out some edges, but I mean, he can contribute. It's <laughs> more about just finding the right system and running with it because. I hope I hope that uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of the guy's name now. Jason Ochart, the uh, guy, the minor league director. If he he's he's been doing some good stuff with the minor league players, and a lot of them have improved this year. But uh, you gotta hope that the organization creates a better breeding ground for players like that. And I'm not giving edu- them what I was just gonna say. I'm not. I'm not like educated enough to go deep into the system or anything like that. But I think that uh, them getting rid of those two coaches is a good thing. And yeah. I know you're saying it's not as big as of an impact as I guess I think it is. But I mean, it's big. But you got to find the right guys to replace them. Yeah, I, I'm just. just I'm just happy there. because I. You can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. You know what I mean? And not only. So I'm just happy that they're trying to. Not only change. are they getting rid of those guys that were Gabe Kapler's guys, Gabe Kapler's going to pick two new guys. Unless they get rid of Gabe Kapler. Unless they get rid of Gabe Kapler. I mean. Which I would be fine with. Again, I'm on the firm belief that. This isn't Kapler. This season, I don't necessarily agree with Kapler's ideas and the way he went about certain things, but it's not. It's 35% his fault, 
and 65% everybody else's fault. Like he had he he didn't do certain things right, but he wasn't giving the ability cuz I'm telling you, Kapler watch Kapler get another fucking chance somewhere else somehow and he has better talent and he has a well, not even better talent. Yeah, he, better talent. he has better. He has a better boss <laughs> telling him what to do. Better organizational philosophy. Yes, that's all the Phillies need. That's the but that's the thing is I I was actually like, see when when we signed Harper, there was a part of me that was like of course ecstatic, but I remember kind of internally thinking to myself. See, this could this could just be one of those like we got the best person who we could get, but it really doesn't fix our problems. And then, but I'm we, we had like no one in the outfield. So you need yes, yes, there. yes. But like I'm just sitting here like it's not gonna do what people think it's gonna do. Basically, people assume that we were gonna win well, the fucking World Series right away. Obviously, people were morons. Yeah. Obviously, this year it was more of a hey, look at me, and then watch me fail kind of thing. But watch me make fail. Yeah. Um, We'll see what they do coming out next year. Uh, we got we got to wait until I have an I I'm I'm here I'm 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 pretty certain that Kapler's going to be back. I'm gonna, I'm going to be in the firm belief that Kapler's coming back at this point. Yeah, yeah, because they would have fired him already. They would have fired unless, him already. Uh, unless Middleton's waiting for like a big reveal and just like yeah. Kind of unless Harper sits down and goes, dude, we got to fucking do something. <laughs> what if they make Harper the GM? <laughs> What, what if what if uh, they have everyone in the press conference and it, they have Matt Klentak, Andy McPhail there, and Gabe Kapler, and they're all like saying like, oh yeah, well Gabe Kapler is going to be back next year, and then John Middleton just kicks open the doors like, y'all are fired, bitch, on live television. I feel like that would be the ultimate culmination. Can I can I can I hold out hope for that? Hope for. For that <laughs> scenario, uh, it's gonna be. This is gonna be one of those things where it plays out all fucking. It's gonna play out for a while. Yeah, and it's gonna be one of those things where. Hopefully, it only plays out till tomorrow. I can rest easy. We're not easy. You got the flyers tomorrow, dude. You got you got other things to worry about that are way more important. <laughs> all right. On a less depressing note. <clears throat> I would like to do my uh, player highlight this week on Jay Bruce. Really starting at the bottom of the fucking barrel here. <laughs> uh, well, well, Jay, I actually like. Jay I was Bruce. expecting you guys to go Bruce, but that didn't happen. Bruce. Anyway, so for those of you that are unfamiliar with the story of 2019, Jay Bruce, on June 2nd, the. Philadelphia Phillies traded for Jay Bruce. <laughs> I really thought you were going to fucking call him his middle name. Uh, I don't know if he has one. It's just Jay. Anyway, traded for Jay Bruce. Uh, Jay Allen Bruce. The former All-Star. <laughs> that was it. What? <laughs> um, they traded the Seattle Mariners. They gave them a minor league pitcher. And really, this ended up being one of the better deals Matt Klintak made this season. Uh, got them to basically pay most of Jay Bruce's contract. They're paying uh, $18 million of it. Uh, and the Phillies have him 
for next year as well. Oh really? Yeah. That's actually that's I like that deal then. But I mean, like he like, he could potentially be a trade piece as well. Um, nice DH for someone over in the American League. Oh yeah, I trade him. Yeah, I like him. But I do. To get a pitcher or prospect, I take. Um, he was expected to be our bench piece and ended up coming into the save us after the uh, fateful uh, injury of um, Andrew McCutcheon. The season that the or the injury that derailed the Philly season. Uh, <laughs> um, he played 51 games as a Philly. Had some injuries, but uh, for the most part, did very well. He started the season with 14 home runs in Seattle, ended the season with 12 home runs here in Philly. Um, ended up being one of our higher home run guys. Had a couple clutch hits for us, nothing crazy, but you know it was a at the time before McCutcheon got injured. This was viewed as a very good lefty bat to come in uh, in situations for us, but obviously it, he ended up playing a bigger role for us. Um, season ended ended early, kind of, or was derailed with some injuries, but uh, really kind of hit. Subpar in the average area, but slugging percentage was up from 2018 and all. OPS up as well. Yeah, Jay Bruce uh, had a pretty solid season as far as uh, coming off the bench for us. Um, I'd like to see him in that role going forward. Obviously, we have him under contract for next year. Uh, it'd be really cool to see him like stay in that role and kind of become our like Matt Stairs of this generation, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's more likely the Phillies either trade him or he continues to be that uh, average guy off the bench. Um, if the Phillies could trade him maybe for like a piece to round out the edges a little bit, maybe a bullpen piece or uh, some infield depth. But I don't think they're going to get much else out of him for that, although his contract is very minimal, so you might be able to swing it a little bit better in that in that sense. But um, that's about all I have on Jay Bruce. Uh, I know it's not an exciting second person here, but uh, I wanted to kind of save our heavy hitters for more of the middle off season. I don't want to overshadow anything happening right now. And, because obviously the Flyers are way more important. Oh, moment. yeah. But I'm saving this for when the Flyers are on their break from their undefeated season. So. Yeah. Uh, that's about all I got for them Phillies fans out there. Not much this week. Yeah. Now you know Kinda how slow. I felt all fucking summer. I mean, I'll find shit. Don't you worry. Off-season's coming. Uh, oh, I just got to hope that the Braves and Nationals don't make it past their rounds they're in right now. Although it's not looking great because Strasburg is on the mound next for the Nationals and he's a friggin' freak during the uh, offseason. He's got a .61 ERA in uh, postseason. He's got the lowest uh, ERA in postseason history. Um... And Clayton Kershaw sucks. Proceed. So, um, and the Braves just fucking 
You need to stop. Just go away with your racist chants. What, the chop? Yeah, that's fucking as old as shit. It's annoying. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in the sports. Every time. Next to the Nationals doing Baby Shark. God. That's probably up there. Um, Every season, I'm like, oh, the chop. And then I'm like, all right, the fifth series between them. No, the fucking <laughs> second inning of the first game was like, oh, we're racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not a good message, but yeah, yeah the message of the, <laughs> the message of the song so. didn't sound good. But I like your I like your pitch, Jim. Thank you. I like you could you got the the high. I do have those golden pipes. Anyway, tomorrow game five of both the Braves and National Series. Hopefully, some upset uh, NL East fans. Um, the Rays extended their uh, their. Season by winning. Oh, wait, no. They might lose. <coughs> they might lose right now. Oh, hell no. This is the top of the night. The Rays. Oh, no, the Rays are winning. They might actually tie Houston in this game. Oh, shit. Um, the Yankees advance to the uh, championship series. Um, <coughs> anyway, uh, really, really hoping that we don't see any of our. And at least rivals in the uh, championship series because that kind of just solidifies one of them for the World Series. Go Dodgers. Yeah, go Dodgers and Cardinals. Yeah. I hate both of those teams, but... I don't. I like them. I like them right now. <laughs> um, Yachty. Anything else from you guys? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like I said, Flyers, tomorrow, I'm going. I'm going to tune in. The Farg, baby, it's going to be hype. If I don't see you naked in the stands tomorrow, I'll be deeply upset. You got to look quick because then I'm sure security will pounce on me right away when there's... No, I need you to make as big a scene as possible. I'm going to crawl. I'm going to go I'm gonna go sliding down the ice. Yeah, there you go. Um. Besides that, no, I mean... I'm really excited for the game tomorrow. Like I'm genuinely ecstatic that I'm going. I'm super I'm excited for and, you. Uh, wish I could be there. Uh, yeah, I wish you could too. I fucking tried to beg you to go for. Dude, I literally have no money right now. Just, no way. I, I bought him the thirty-five cent wings. He said, no, "I don't have any money." I don't. All right, I'll that's let, true. I understand you. Um, <clears throat> is that why you didn't come to see the Joker with us? Yep. And also because we didn't invite you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Joey and I saw the Joker movie on Sunday. And when we got to the theater, we sat down and we, we kind of looked at each other and went, you know, I think Jim wanted to see this movie. We probably should have invited him. And then we were just like, nah. it's already too, too late. Too late now. We really, we thought you were gone. We thought you were at your girlfriend's this weekend. And we really, we were, we were hoping. No, we were here. <clears throat> Would you have come if we invited you? What time was it? Seven o'clock. Yeah. Jeez. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Joker two. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go see Joker two. <laughs> Rain check. Um, but movie was good. I'm glad. I enjoyed good it. For you. Yeah, I really liked yeah. it. But besides that, no, it's uh, it's been, I played. I uh, got to the playoffs again in my Hartford Whalers. 
lost in game round one again to the Maple Leafs. <laughs> Second season in a Jesus row. Christ. I know. How mad do you get? Fuck the Maple Leafs. Oh, I got mad this time. This time because my team was a lot better this year and I lost in like a bullshit fucking game. So I said a lot of bad words and expletives. Like fuck. Strictly fuck. And foreskin. Fuck foreskin. <laughs> fuck and foreskin. Um, our doctors. So, <laughs> but besides that, no, I'm I'm good. Not, not, nothing else for me to say. Let's go Flyers. Let's go two and zero tomorrow. Let's pick it up. Let's come out strong and uh, can't wait to see my boy Wayne train. Wayne train. Joey, anything from you? Union three o'clock Sunday against the New York Red Bulls. Game one of the playoffs. They got the home game. They finished third place. So tune in. Sounds big wonderful. Deal. It's a big deal. I'm excited. Yeah. Anyway, Castro uh, will be back. Just a reminder to all you fans: uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, something else, iHeartRadio, some. You can listen. Uh, I should say you can listen to us on all major podcasting websites, including Castbox. Um, check us out on Twitter at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. What else do I usually say? Follow you. Follow and me <laughs> at Jimbo Coleman. Eric. Follow me <laughs> at. Uh, Eric, E-R-I-C-H, underscore, rare, 11. Wait, hold on a second. What's, what's, we got to actually, I got to look at this. <laughs> Joe, what's your Twitter? It's actually, yo, it is Eric, <laughs> underscore, rare, 11. We're good. And uh, Joey's is, uh, like, Foreskin Joe or something at, at, at Foreskin. <laughs> but, uh, you got at Foreskin. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, make sure to... Oh, check us out on uh, Patreon, too. Yeah, we're, we'll get to that eventually. We're, we have done nothing on that because no one follows us. But exactly. You follow us, we'll do something. That's how it works. Uh, make sure to rate and review us on however you would rate and review us. It helps us get yes. out there. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends. Family. Tell your family. Tell your significant other. Tell your dog. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your fucking, I don't know, great uncle you haven't seen in five years. If that frog that sits outside every time you come home late. Yeah. Tell uh, those if we get <laughs> if we get some uh, followers on Patreon or some reviews on our uh, what's it called uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, we will give you guys a shout out next week if you could, if you guys could do that that would be awesome. Just um, like we were gonna do our if the fucking follow on Patreon. No, you can just. We don't have any tears or anything yet. We will have tears eventually. Just like we were gonna have our notes put on there, but we have yet to do that because oh, I haven't and done. No that. one has done anything, so I tried. I, I tried. didn't get any uh, document this week. So. You didn't finish the first one. That is old information here. This is. We still gotta put it out there. People are gonna go back. I finished back the first time. one. I just didn't have as much. Girl, one word sentences. I, need I, ha- I had three minutes. I was literally playing basketball games. You've and had they subbed me in. You've I had three weeks. Oh, I didn't know we were supposed to still do it. <laughs> All right, now I'll fill it in. All right. I'm sorry. I will do it now. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast. I'm Jim. I will 
Who are you guys? Foreskin what? Joe. What the fuck was that? You you were like, I'm Jim, the... <laughs> the great. Who are you? I'm Eric. Kokomo I'm- Joe. And, and we will talk at you next week. Let's go Flyers. Home, hometown heroes, baby. Union. Union. We're not a union podcast. I'm just, just, I'm just supporting the other teams. You know. Fire Clintac and Kapler. Adam McPhail. Have a good week, everyone. Good night and good hockey. That's like a penguin slogan. Wait, let's repeat that. Uh, go hockey. Hockey. Go hockey. We really appreciate you listening to this. Good night, everyone.